You're listening to Club Thrive, the podcast with me, Kate Sterling. The podcast that helps ambitious, creative women stop surviving so they thrive personally and professionally. Improve your self-belief, your confidence, and dare to be seen, heard, and valued just the way you are. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Club Thrive, the podcast with me, Kate Sterling. I am very excited to be here today and I hope you are too. Um, Thank you for listening. I truly appreciate it. I really, honestly, um, we've had our first review, which is amazing. Thank you so much um, to the individual that left that review. Um, It means the world and I... uh, (laughs) without meaning to beg I'm not begging um please do keep liking and sharing and reviewing and give me your feedback and let me know what works and let me know what's resonated with you and what it's brought up because then that actually really helps me to keep creating episodes that help you as well which is you know what this is all about um it's really about trying to give you as many tips as you as I can to help you live a thriving life um And so that you can really uh, come to a place within yourself so that you can show up in the world as you want to be authentically you, not needing to change for anyone else. Um, And that links very nicely into today's uh, episode theme, which is trust, self-trust and building trust in your ideas, dreams and visions. So uh, that is the title. Um, Hopefully, well, maybe the title will change once I post it on to um, all the online platforms. But at the minute, that's where we're at. And trust, what a what a big word. Um, It can mean so many things, um, can't it? (laughs) What does it mean to you? So this week's episode, there's going to be lots of chances for you to really explore what this all means for you, how to develop your own self-trust, and also to explore what it means and how it's felt when you have felt like you've had trust in your life. Um, Like I said in, I kind of reference this story quite a lot, but like I've said in previous episodes, I have trust tattooed on my wrist. It's a big word for me. Um, But not in terms of big being heavy and like overwhelming, more in terms of it's a real guiding light and a real kind of light, what is that word, of the thing that gives out a beacon to the sea? (laughs) Oh my goodness, Uh, lighthouse um, for my life. Because I think often this is also linked to self-belief and that inner critic or the lack thereof and hope. And I've only just recently made this week this connection between trust and hope um, from exploring and journaling and kind of having a little think about how best to structure this week's episode. And I I started to realise actually in those moments where I've had trust myself or when others have had trust in their life, it's also been linked to other opportunities and other things happening and other things kind of coming to fruition, which ultimately does give us hope because... I think when we don't have hope, and I know this from when I was in the depths of despair after my divorce, I didn't have any hope, I didn't have that light, I didn't know where I was going, I felt completely lost, and I also had no self-trust. My trust and integrity at that time, I think, had also been questioned um, for various reasons, and and I think sometimes when we lose that self-trust as well, perhaps there's something that's going on where we've made, whether it's mistakes or choices in our life that haven't been aligned with our values, and... um, that's really complicated because as well, we don't know what we don't know. So there have been times in um, many of our lives where we've made mistakes or we've done things that haven't kind of meant to have caused harm, but they have done as a ricochet effect. And we can put a ton of self-judgment and self-loathing on ourselves, even for the smallest of things, um, 
when you know we've just tried to do our best and actually that's ended up not really being having a very good outcome and so we lose trust in ourselves because we then start to think oh god well oh I've made this you know whether it's a small issue or a big issue or something kind of has snowballed as a result of it um, it can really make us question our own selves and and once we lose that belief in ourselves, we lose that trust in ourselves. It's like that all the lights of the path ahead go out and it's like, well, I have no idea now where I'm going. What do I do from here? Um, so I think there is a very strong link between self-trust, self-belief and hope. And there's lots of other things that can come out of it as well. And I kind of, um, I decided before I did this podcast was, um, this episode was to have a look at what kind of definition of trust is again because uh, I think it's quite handy to look at these things um, and then obviously your interpretation of the word will possibly be entirely different to mine so trust according to the Oxford dictionary is the firm belief in the re- reliability truth or ability of someone or something so it's a firm belief in the reliability truth or ability of someone or something um, and then it kind of extends into law um, and uh, there's also believe in the reliability, tro- uh, truth or ability of. Um, and so, you know, as in I should have trusted myself um, or I could have trusted myself or I should never have trusted myself. <laughs> not that one. That's not what we're doing today. Today is all about really turning up the volume and turning up the potential of trust and what happens when you do trust yourself and the flow that that can bring into your life. And I think a lot of the times in our lives when we've perhaps made mistakes or we've done things that actually haven't been aligned with what we've wanted to do, it's because we haven't trusted ourselves to listen to our instincts. So for example, say you're in a situation where you want to say no to someone and they are, you you kind of are either scared to or you're intimidated by them or they're manipulating you. Um, and I speak from experience in some of this stuff, like, or you um, don't feel like your voice has any value. Even though deep in your core, you want to say no, you're like, this is not right for me. I'm not happy right now. This person is taking advantage of me. I don't want to do that. You say yes, because it's scary to say no to someone when you are either intimidated by them or the situation is challenging or you're trying to keep people happy or you're trying to give people the answer you think they want or they've got a hold on you for whatever reason they're in that in that point in that kind of moment there is a severe lack of self-trust um at the at the kind of ability to say no because there is this desire potentially to be loved or to be accepted or to not cause a ripple or to not cause disruption or to not hurt someone else or to keep someone happy or you know all these things depending on um, your own situation or experiences or whatever and ironically what happens when we don't stick and trust ourselves and stick to the kind of words that we want to say is that (laughs) we end up not being happy sometimes other situations really unravel in a not very great way and it's not good it's not great. Life can then become a bit bumpy because for whatever reason, that lack of trust in yourself to say what you truly believe, maybe it's no off, you know, um, you are then compromised. You as the individual are put in a box that you don't want to be in. And the more that we do that, the harder it is to then live in a trustful or a truthful situation in ourselves because 
it almost becomes like a protection. It's almost like we're hiding as a result of, of kind of giving the answers to other people um, to help keep them happy or to um, stop massive conflict or whatever it is. And so this is why the word trust has so many, it's like, it's not a can of words, but it has a lot of potential to um, when we explore it. Um, and the reason I have the trust tattooed on my wrist is because when I was at drama school many moons ago, um, we I didn't trust myself and I was always being encouraged by the tutors uh, that I had to trust my instincts, to um, trust that I could be the very best version of myself that I could be in any given time, that I had the skills because I was there and that I needed to go out there and stop censoring myself so much and to um, stop giving myself such a hard time. And I think we can be basically our own worst critics. We are the ones that actually ironically can hold ourselves back the most. And I think it's fear and I think it is a lack of trust in ourselves. And I think it is that desire to be loved. I think it is the desire to be accepted. I think it is that desire to stand out but also be cool <laughs> and um, we all I think well I can't speak for all of us in the whole world but this is something that I have um, come across in a number of um, kind of clients that I've worked with it is that we're constantly battling in these inter internal parts that we have in ourselves there's this like I want to go out there and be myself but also I'm a bit scared because what if I'm not accepted and you know if you have therapy that can be unpicked in therapy or whatever but really actually from kind of a forward thinking perspective it's so important to acknowledge it because if we don't acknowledge these things then we're always living on other on other people's terms we're always living on society's terms we're always living on that person that we're intimidated by his terms we're always living by the boss that's micromanaging us terms or whatever and it's obviously not that simple because in an ideal world we would all walk out the house and we'd be happy as larry and we'd trust ourselves and we'd have all this infinite self-belief and and hope would always be there and we'd never have challenge but actually it's in those moments where we are challenged that that trust is super important because it's what helps us get through them right you will have got through a time in your life where it was really hard um in the context of your life you know it doesn't matter what everyone else is going through that's also really important you can't we all have our own journey in life and we can't pit ourselves against other people um because if we do that, then it devalues everything that we're experiencing. So everything you're experiencing is as valid as the person who, in your in the context or perspective that you're having, um, is having a worse time. Just because someone is having, potentially, maybe they are having a worse time, it doesn't mean that you can't also find the challenges that you're experiencing hard. Because it's all relative. And every time you have something that challenges you, you will there is potential there to build more trust in yourself. And it's a great way to reframe when situations are hard to be like, okay, this is this is like I'm not loving this right now, but something will something great will come out of this. This is going to be an opportunity for me to grow. This is going to be an opportunity for me to take action and to take responsibility for my actions. Sometimes, unfortunately, we do make mistakes that we really, really, really regret. And it can be very hard to give ourselves forgiveness for that. And and perhaps it's a it's a part of the journey is kind of accepting that these things have happened so that you can move forwards from them because I think as well trust can be really damaged when we ruminate over the things that we wish we'd done we don't know what we don't know so in those moments you will have made the best decisions that you could have made in that time and it's like we have them with our career or with our personal life you know um the one that comes up a lot is this kind of quandary of oh my God, well, where do I put my focus? Is it on my, on starting a family or is it on my career? 
Um, is it bad that I'm focusing on my career? Is it like I'm not at the right point yet because of my age and this is what society says I should be at or whatever? We have to come back to our own boundary thinking about ourselves in those moments because if we don't do that, then we, we pit ourselves, like I said before, against everyone else that's around us and we lose that element of uniqueness we lose that element of authenticity and we lose that creative spark that you will have in you that gives you the qualities that you have and it's about really celebrating those things it's about really saying yeah okay I'm a bit like different I'm a bit not what everyone else is but that is so cool oh my god how can I use this to my advantage how can I use my free spirit and my weird habits and the things I want to do and like the things I'm a bit nervous about like those are what make me me and so what I thought we could do today <laughs> is start with just taking a moment to think about a time that you really trusted yourself and um what I was going to say is it can be useful to hopefully this will help you find clarity in, in what that means to you so if you don't know what it feels like to trust yourself, then hopefully this will kind of give you a bit of an opportunity to explore that. Um, because, you know, our relations and relationships that we have are, are built on trust. And so you will have you will have had trust in your life at, at some point. So if you're at home, feel free to uh, find a little space to sit down in or lie down in. If you like to, you can keep your eyes open, you can keep them closed. If you're walking somewhere or you're, I don't know, in a different kind of space, tune in to you right now. So try to create an environment where you can just go with this for the next minute or two. Take a deep breath in and just let it go. And so wherever you are as well, you can feel the ground underneath you. Just really soften into the chest, soften into the belly. Give yourself that permission to ground down, to let go ever so slightly. Don't worry, we're not going to go anywhere too crazy. This is going to be really cool, really fun. So keep it light and playful. Don't try too hard. Okay, so release that frown already. Release that frown of like, oh God, I'm going to be the best person at visualising here. Just let it go. And if you can, try to think back or think of a time. You don't have to go back. But think of a time where you felt like you had loads of trust in yourself. Where you felt really strong, calm and at peace and you were kind of just existing and maybe it was a time where someone had put you in a challenging position and you had walked away from it, maybe it was an audition that you nailed, maybe it was a job that you did really, you know, really good job at, maybe it was a situation at home that just seem to flow really, really well. What's going on here? Like, what can you see? What are you feeling? Can you hear anything there? Like, what thoughts are going through your head? Or can you hear the sounds of the environment when you're in that time, in that space? And it's a really great space. You feel so good. You feel really like, yeah, I can do this. I can conquer the world in this moment whether it was, I don't know, making a really great cup of coffee or whatever, you feel on top of the world. You just feel like nothing is ever going to knock you off this place. And then from here, start to imagine what would be possible if this was how you felt all the time. 
if whatever came your way, you could connect to this feeling and you knew that whatever you did, you were going to be absolutely a-okay. You were going to be better than okay. You were going to be absolutely thriving and whatever happens, even in the most challenging of moments, with this energy, you are able to deal with it. And it doesn't discredit all of the human emotions that we feel. It doesn't, we don't pretend that they don't exist. We don't pretend that these challenging emotions that can come up do, you know, that they're not a part of us. They are. And we welcome them in. We embrace them so that we can ride them as, as and when they do come in. And just keep really breathing into that time where you felt like you were completely and utterly full of that trust in yourself. You've got that open-chested, open-hearted position. Face is soft, jaw is soft. Your breath is just flowing naturally. Perhaps there's a little bit of an adrenaline kick here. There's a real energy behind it. Or maybe it's that it's a really calm, serene energy. Maybe it was in a place where you weren't pushing anymore, where you weren't just trying to force everything all the time. Where you didn't need to try and control the outcome because you knew that actually everything is going to be okay. What would you do if you trusted yourself fully? What would your next step be right now if you took this energy and applied it to the decisions you're trying to make in your life? And we don't know what we don't know, so we can't control the outcome. But we can know, and you can know, that you are so capable and so able, you just don't even realize how amazing that is and how far you can go with it perhaps maybe you do realize that that's the whole point of of exploring this place right now is to really connect to it to really believe it to really say yeah I can do this whatever comes my way I can do it look at what I've done before what does it mean to be trustworthy both of yourself and with other people those deep values those deep feelings of well, what is it? Is it integrity? Is it playfulness? Is it exploration? What comes up for you when you kind of explore this place connected to trust, self-trust, the time in your life where it went so well? And as you keep breathing into this place, just feeling those energies kind of flow through. And what can you let go of right now? What are you trying to force that this place, that where you are right now, you don't need to try and control the outcomes. You can just trust yourself so much that it's going to, that you will take the steps that you need to take to get to where you want to go. And that maybe that place will change. And so just taking the last moment here to really connect to those feelings that you're having in that moment in your life, whether it's an experience or whether you're around a certain person whether there's like a symbol or a gesture or whether it's something that's happened that, that was coming from a place where you fully trusted yourself, where you walked into that room and you didn't overthink it and you just gave your best shot and that was enough. And I think that's what it is. It's that, that place where you know that you don't need to overthink things. You don't need to try and control the outcomes. You don't need to try and give other people what you think they want because they will have their own agenda and their own things that they want and that they need 
and that for it to be aligned with you and for it to be aligned with your hope and your future and your lighthouse moment, you need it to come from a place of, of deep self-trust in yourself. Because you have it, you will have had those times in your life where you have absolutely nailed something and often it is because you have fully trusted yourself. And so wherever you are, whether you're walking or whether you're at home, you have a little stretch or a little shake out, just coming back a little bit more to your present surroundings. Or you can stay there, feel free to stay there, whatever you want to do. And if you want to write down a few things that came up there, then obviously go for it. You can always pause this, kind of forget that as I record this, you, you're listening back, you're not here in the room with me. <laughs> um, you can pause this and write down some ideas. You know, what is trust for you? What happens when you feel like you trust yourself? What energies are you feeling? Is it powerful? Is it calm? Is it peaceful? Is it invigorated? Is it out there? Is it leaning back? Is it connected to a colour? Is it a situation? Is there something that happens before you get to that moment where you have that trust in yourself um, that you don't overthink it and you just go with it? Was it saying no thank you to someone um, that you've said yes to for most of your life? And I think this is where it kicks into that, you know, when we say, I'm just going to use that as another example, like when we say no to someone that has been pushing us and you kind of have kept saying yes to them the whole time, when you say no to them for that first time, that kick of adrenaline is real. That that real kind of, that change of habit against um, when we don't trust ourselves and we're making those decisions and we're saying those things that aren't aligned with us and we're, we're doing everything to try and please other people and you say no or yes perhaps for the first time. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's saying yes to something that you've always said no to. There is a kick of adrenaline because it's a bit scary. It's a bit like, oh gosh, I've done something different here. Ah, uncharted territory, new waters, now what? And that's what builds that trust because then you can look back and be like, oh, actually it was fine. And it does link quite a lot to last week's episode of The Inner Critic of kind of overcoming that inner voice that says, what are you doing? You can't do that. What are you thinking of? But really, we, we, can, we can really make these things that we are a bit scared of much bigger than what they are. And so if you are really wanting to do something and it's scaring you and you're finding it a bit of a struggle to connect to that trust to do it, then play around with your perception of the thing that you're trying to do. So it might be going to a networking event or it might be impulsively going and um, picking up a bit of food in a co-working space, um, which is a real life example. <laughs> I have both experiences, by the way, and it came up with a client the other day um, and it's come up a few times with other people I've worked with. That fear of getting up in a space and going over and taking the free apple. Why is that so scary? It's because we're scared that someone's going to be like, what are you doing? Oh, actually, you can just say, oh, sorry, I didn't realise they were, yeah, I thought they were free. That's okay. But we make it a bigger thing. And because we kind of, in our minds, it's like this, we make, we make it a bigger thing, which then starts to determine what we think. So then, you know, rather than just getting up and going and getting the apple, it's like, oh my God, but if I go over there and I get the apple and it's not actually free, then I'm going to look like an absolute idiot. And then... And then basically what's also going to happen, and this is where we ruminate and like the trust just gets, our self-trust gets get like squashed more down, is we start to ruminate and suddenly in our minds, we've also lost our job. All from this position of, oh, I'm just going to go get the free apple. It's like, and I, I speak 
with love and care about this because I've experienced it, especially if you are someone that is so driven and um, and cares so much about other people and just wants to also be right and wants to fit in and doesn't want to be laughed at and doesn't want to feel stupid and all these things. Um, I, I speak from experience both personally, but also as a coach with people I've worked with, is that this is so normal and this playing with the perception that you have of whether it's kind of, you know, turning down the size, uh, tuning down the size of the thing that you want to do, but you're a bit scared of playing around in your head so that you've got experience of it already. So almost like living through the experience, designing how you want the experience to go. So you've almost like you've practiced it. So you build that trust in yourself with before the actual situation. So for example, say, I'm just gonna use the apple example again. Say you work in a co-working space and you wanna go get the apple. You wanna go get the free fruit and you've never, you've always felt so scared about getting the free fruit. It's at home, in your mind, imagine getting up from your desk at the co-working space, walking over to the fruit, picking up the fruit and eating the fruit as you walk back to your desk or whatever you wanna do. And at the same time, you'll experience some of those feelings that you would have in that moment because it's natural, because you're living it. The, the greater you connect to that imagination, give yourself permission to really go there, the easier it will become to deal with your emotions in the real life situations because you'll have coping mechanisms and a strategy to deal with it and you've practiced it already, so it's not so new. And this is the same if you're going into auditions or into um, networking events. So I had someone that I've been working with ask me the other day, how do you have any tips for how to deal with, you know, co um, networking events or walking into a space that you basically are, are not unfamiliar with? And I said to her, you know, OK, so what you can do is find out as much as you can about the environment that you're walking into before you go to it. So have a look at Google, look at the, the space, the uh, way, you know, if it's an audition, look at the meeting rooms or whatever. Um, find out as much as you can about the cast director or the, the group of people that you're meeting. What might they look like? Who's going to be there? And before you go into the room, decide how you want to walk into that room. How do you want to be perceived when you first walk into that room? Absolutely, we get a bit scared of being judged and it's human nature that we make that decision very quickly. But you can decide how you want to walk into that room and you can practice it at home. So you can, you can practice walking into the room, into your bedroom or into your kitchen. And I said all this to, um, in a very, like, around about the way <laughs> to um, this person I've been working with. And she came back with this message that was like, you know, come up with a fucking plan how to walk in the room. Just come up with the plan. And pardon the French, but that was her wording and it was very funny when I read it. Next week I'll, pro I'll try and, you know, get the right, um, <laughs> get, I'll, I'll be a bit more succinct with that story. I'll get the messages back up. But basically it's about having the plan. It's about deciding how you want to go into that situation before you're in there. And then you've got that trust. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna nail this. And also, you know, then you've got, um, the other thing I was saying about networking events, for example, is like have some escape strategies. So, oh, I need to go to the loo. Or have a string of sentences or questions that you can go into these rooms with. We know that at the end of a meeting, someone is gonna say, do you have any questions? It's okay to say, no, I don't have any questions, thank you. Or if it's in an interview situation and someone else would be, you know, an HR manager or like a, a career coach, would be much better advised to give you the tips on this. But, you know, decide what you want to say when you're asked those questions that we can kind of generally assume are going to be asked so that you're as prepared as possible. And that builds a lot of self-trust. And I think as well, we can start to highlight all the times that things haven't gone right. 
there will always be times that haven't gone right. So keep highlighting the times in your life, like back in that visualization that did go well, that you felt in flow, where you walked into that room and you were just yourself because you have so much potential in you and you have all these skills, but we just forget about them. We, we diminish them because without realizing it, we put other people on pedestals and we think they're better than us. And then we, as a result, just push ourselves further into the ground. And it's an act of kind of self-sabotage in a way. And so it's about practicing in those smaller situations to say no or to say yes, so that when the bigger, in inverted commas, perceived situations arise you're well practiced in it and you can feel in your gut what you want to say you can have a very quick assess of 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 the answer um and give it or you can say i need a bit more time to make my decision and that's okay and i i know what it feels like when you want to do a great job and you want to be the very best and you care a lot and it's all from a place of care but ultimately as well building trust and building that self-trust can come from a place of of trying different things and realizing that it's okay to do that and that it will continue to build your self-belief and your confidence and those moments where your trust in yourself has been knocked take a pause to go back to that visualization to connect back to the times where things have gone well to know that they will go well i had a massive span of about 18 months where i did not feel comfortable uh, confident in front of a camera doing self tapes whatsoever i lost all my self trust and that self trust developed then into this absolute narrative of your crap you're never going to be good enough i don't know why you're trying which then st- you know streams into your judgment about your appearance which then streams into judgment about your choices in your whole life it will go you you just start unpicking so much stuff and actually yeah it's definitely useful to reflect, but it's really useful as well to get very clear on what trust feels and looks like to you so that you can then re-engage those feelings in those moments where you feel like your trust in yourself has been knocked. Because then you can keep looking forwards. And I think we're very good at looking back and ruminating over whether it's mistakes or things we wish we'd done differently or God, like, why did I spend 10 years doing that? Don't judge yourself. You are where you're at right now. And if you do judge yourself, work through it work out why you're judging yourself because it'll be connected to either values or things that have happened that you wish hadn't happened there'll be something in there maybe you'll be able to look back and be like oh my god I said yes to someone when I didn't really want to or I said no to something that I wish I'd said yes to what was it that I can then say yes to in the future to really feel fulfilled because it also comes back to your purpose and to hope and feeling like you have value and I think, you know, whether it is writing the word, <laughs> I believe in my, or the phrase, I believe myself or trust or finding something that really connects for you in those moments so that you've got that reminder, that visual reminder. Maybe it's a photo that you save in your, like a quote that you save in your photo album um, and your camera reel as a favorite image that you can look at before nerve wracking moments. Maybe it is just taking a moment before you go into a situation to ground the breath just very quickly, like, It's not like you have to go out and do spine rolls in the middle of like, you know, Oxford Street. But just to take that big breath to realise that you're like getting anxious about something because that trust in yourself is maybe being questioned by also the thoughts and that inner critic that's come back into the picture because it's all linked. So you can calm your system down. You can literally calm your nervous system down, which helps to kind of just chill out all the breath, which helps to soften the muscles, soften the jaw, soften the brow maybe have a little imagination of like what would happen if this goes really well how do I want to go into the room 
I am someone that talks way too much and doesn't ever um, take a kind of pause. I know I do that. So before I go into situations, I try to remember to just say to myself, right, okay, let's just chill out here. You don't need to like, you don't need to just push yourself out there. It's going to be fine. Just breathe and, you know, be yourself. And like, I'm going to reference that meeting that I spoke about last week. In that meeting the other week, I'm, I don't really know what happened, but I think the adrenaline kicked in. It was about um, something that I'm going to be involved with longer term. And I think I came across like I was literally, I just had about 10 coffees and it's passion. So rather than having a go at yourself for uh, filling in those gaps, just know that it also probably comes from a place of like real desire to do well. That's great. That's amazing. You've got that, you've got that, you've got that drive in you. And you know, I think also catch those moments where you are putting yourself down in situations. Like last week, I was putting myself down all over the place. And at the end, I was like, what what, what happened there? What happened? I was tired. So that's the other thing as well. Like if you are tired, just know that sometimes we need to be a bit more conscious or we can, we don't need to be, but we can maybe take that moment to be like, right, I'm tired. So I'm either going to go one of two ways here. I'm either going to really babble on or I can choose to go a little bit against the habit and lean back and be the one that kind of just pauses a little bit longer. And to not not kind of keep in social situations or whatever, be like, oh, well, this isn't really going very well, and oh, I'm not very good at that. And oh, is to really go in with a couple of like things that are going really well in your life. So you've always got them as in your toolkit to use when people ask you questions. Because we know that in life, people are gonna say, how's it going, what's going on? And I'm not saying you have to pretend you're okay if you're not. I'm not saying that at all. Maybe building yourself trust is to say, actually, I'm having a really tough time. Maybe building that trust in yourself is all about being vulnerable. And this is why it is such a big word because it will um, resonate differently for each and every one of you listening. But what I would say as well is build trust in your ideas and your dreams and your visions. And perhaps I've over been a bit over ambitious with this week. I'm trying to keep these to 30 minutes. So I will draw this to a close now. Um, but, and maybe I'll, I'll focus on this a bit more again next week to kind of really go into it, but don't be afraid to dream. Don't be afraid to connect to what would happen if things all go right, because that can really help you to actually get these ideas or these light bulb moments of like, oh, actually it's okay if I let go of this thing that I'm clinging onto. And like when it comes to decisions, whether it's around your career or anything like that, it can help to work with someone to, to voice these things, um, to kind of get into the deeper beliefs that you have behind your fears and also to turn up the volume and the focus on the on the on the beliefs that you do have that are great that are going to help drive you forwards and don't be afraid to do that as well so that's why journaling's really good sometimes it's why having a glass of wine with mates is really good but also or like coffee you know if you don't drink um but that's the other thing as well is like just know that if you're going to share your ideas with people not everyone is going to understand you and not everyone is going to get it on the level or the passion that you're sharing on so don't be put off if you share your idea with someone and they're like oh are you sure wow bam immediately trust gone by trust but if you have a lot of self-trust, you know that you've thought long and hard about this idea, you're passionate about it, you believe in yourself. So actually what someone says, you can be like, oh, okay, maybe I do need to consider this, that and the other, but I still, I, I still believe in myself. I still know I'm going to be fine. And that, that moment as well to kind of, if you are having a challenge with it, whether it's kind of with work or personal life, is to really kind of stop 
and take a stock of what is true with the thoughts and take a stock of finding that proof that you're you're great <laughs> um give yourself permission to even believe that maybe that's the first step give yourself that permission to kind of say yeah man i'm blooming amazing i've got this have that little like pep talk with yourself um know that that's what we're all about here at club thrive so if you you need that support then come and follow us make sure you kind of reach out and and you know um connect uh whether it's on instagram at club thrive underscore um or with me on my personal page kate sterling one and it's not about it's not about pretending that everything will be okay it's not about pretending that we can always reach our dreams and visions i've got massive dreams and visions are they all going to come to fruition i don't know they might not but if i don't have them what am i working towards i'm not i'm going around in circles and i think that's the same for you as well if you are someone that especially if you work in the creative industries or or your parent and life is currently a bit all over the place or your job is taking over your health, you know, get clear on what you need to do to, um, at the end of the day, live a great life because then you'll, you'll be able to make the choices that will help you feel better, which will help elevate your confidence, which will help elevate your self-trust, which will help all these other things like your career, your personal life, your day-to-day fulfillment, Maybe the realisation that you want to quit your job. Maybe the realisation that you want to go and get a full-time job. Maybe the realisation that it's okay to put acting down for a bit to get a job to stabilise, to get some money, to have some fun. Trust yourself. Trust that you know all that you need to do to get to where you want to go. Connect to those moments where you have felt such great trust in yourself that you haven't even had to try. And those are the magical moments that we all have experienced that you've walked out that room, you're like, that went really well. It doesn't matter if you didn't get the job. It doesn't matter if you didn't get the job at the end of it. In that moment, you were exuding the best version of yourself. At the end of the day, we could be the best versions of ourselves and still not be right for a job, still not be right for a relationship, still not be right for the big dreams that we have. The only way you can do this in alignment is by being your absolute self. And if you are working through stuff at the minute, perhaps like and I, I did for years, I had to really... I really was in a hole. <laughs> I had to really get out of a very dark place. It's to be super patient with yourself and to keep going and to kind of say it's all right, you know, like when we make mistakes especially or life has happened to us, I think especially if you have low self-esteem and, and you really have been walked over by other people, it's to kind of really give yourself compassion for that time. If you're not able to find forgiveness for that time yet, then just find that compassion for yourself and that acceptance and know that you are making changes so that that situation never, ever, ever happens again. And that is what can build incredible self-trust and power and strength in a way that you do not even, you can't even begin to imagine. And I know that because I speak from experience and I know that's all a bit cryptic. Those Some of those details are very private, I'll never share them, but it's, the point is, is that even if you have fully lost all your self-trust, and you don't feel like you have that trust in yourself or you don't feel like you trust other people, come back to you as the individual and what helps you feel the very best. Come back to what you need to do to nurture yourself to move forwards. And if you if you are really struggling, then reach out and find help. Maybe, maybe it is that, you know, there's, there's something that you want to explore with checking with a GP or getting some therapy or reaching out and getting some coaching. All this stuff is there to help you. I have, I have invested thousands of pounds and hours in this stuff with other people to help me there is absolutely no shame in saying i'm a bit lost right now but the tips in this podcast will help you if you if you follow them so yeah wow okay 
overrun by 10 minutes. So sorry. Um, but this is a subject that is super close to my heart. And I think I just want you to know that it, please trust yourself. You are amazing. And I know it feels weird to hear that from someone that you maybe have never met. And it's hard to believe in ourselves sometimes. And maybe amazing is too hard a word to imagine. Maybe it's that it always goes back to this example of making a good cup of coffee. Start super, 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 super small. Find the smallest of proofs, pieces of proof of evidence in your life that you are trustworthy for yourself, um, regardless of other people. Come back to those times where you felt in that visualisation, fully connected to yourself, where life felt sparkly and great and whether you were in a really special place in the world, um, whether you'd taken a risk and it actually turned out to be the best thing in the world, whether you'd made a mistake and actually everything worked out fine, whatever it is, just know that the more you focus on building that self-trust, the more your confidence will grow because you'll take more risks, you'll be able to put yourself out there more and that's ultimately how we do develop. It's how we do find and experience new things in our life and it is always a little bit scary but it doesn't have to be terrifying and it's not always scary, just sometimes you know? Okay. Have an amazing week. Please do rate, review, share, pass it on to someone who you'd like to explore this with. If you have a friend that you're like, oh, actually, this could be a really cool thing to talk about um, or to sit down and play together with, you know, like sit down and ask each other these questions and to share these stories to help your friends build tr trust, to help your family build trust, um, because it's a ripple effect. When we feel good in ourselves, it impacts everyone else around us in a in a really great way. So yes, oh my God, so distracted. Uh, rate, review, share. Um, follow me on Instagram, www.instagram, don't know why I did that, at club5 underscore or Kate Sterling one um, I am a little bit behind with getting all the other social media stuff going with YouTube and stuff, but I've set up the channel. So if, you've, if you look for Kate Sterling on Instagram, you'll find a channel with nothing on it, but that will come. Oh, and take a breath and just, you know, let it all land. And don't be afraid to allow it to land. Don't be afraid for the pauses. That's where all the juicy stuff comes in. Okay, I really am going now. Have a great week. <laughs> Speak soon. Bye.